Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you and on with the show. There's nothing quite like the first six weeks of your first baby's life. If I think about it now, I'm filled with contradictory feelings. I feel longing and sadness for a tiny baby. And all the time I had to lavish on that tiny baby, as in I don't have it anymore. As much as I love the long and gangling girl she has become. And I'm also filled with relief that I made it through that time and am now sleeping for hours and hours at a stretch. Jamila Risby, author, presenter and commentator, has just edited a collection of letters from Australian women. They're letters written to their new mum selves. Hi, Jamila. How are you? Hi. We've got to start with a very important question. What's it like being Miriam Risby's sister, member of the Beanies and winner of the Kids and Family section of the Australian Podcast Awards? <laughs> I, I seriously, I was so excited to hear you guys had won. And I just, I honestly contemplated just walking around Sydney yesterday and grabbing random strangers and being like, by the way, did you know that my sister in Kindling won a really big award? <laughs> I, I'm feeling very, very proud. All right. Well, we're going to keep that in because we did say we were going to ask Mim because she said that she's always recognised as being your sister, Jamila's sister, and she wants to know how it feels for you now that she's famous. Yeah, except she hates it, whereas I'm just so excited. <laughs> Brilliant. We're leaving that in. Sorry, Mim. Um, let's talk about this book because it is so interesting. It manages to capture all those feelings that I described in the introduction, you know, both the good and the bad. Were you surprised at the contradictions that you can get in new motherhood? I was surprised when I became a new mother. There was definitely a lot of surprise. And that's a very nice way of putting <laughs> what I actually felt. I was just, I was completely unprepared. And I think like so many new parents, I was so focused on the pregnancy and just getting through the pregnancy and then getting through the birth that I hadn't really prepared myself for what was to come. And then parts of me wonder if, you can possibly be prepared oh, for no. what's to come. God, no. There's no way. <laughs> One of the things I found really interesting was that many of the letters touch on feelings of anger. And I had forgotten that you can actually feel really angry when you first have a baby. That yeah. was surprising to me. Oh, I felt angry. I was so angry. I was thinking about it the other day. And I those first 10 days after having my little boy, I felt really good. Those hormones were like they were doing their thing. But they weren't necessarily doing their thing with the overwhelming love bit. I kind of felt like I'd won an Oscar. Like <laughs> I'd done this amazing thing and then everyone was coming over to see my Oscar and tell me how good I was and everyone wanted to hold it and take a photo with it. And then after about a couple of weeks, they stopped coming and I was alone at home with my Oscar except it <laughs> pooed and didn't let me sleep Like, and I didn't like it very much anymore. I, I, it took me a while to really connect to my son on an emotional level. I, um, I, you know, I certainly wasn't at the extremity of postnatal depression or anything like that, but I just, love takes time for me. I'm someone who it grows over time. I didn't fall instantly in love with my husband. I didn't fall instantly in love with this baby. I really liked him, but I it took me some time to feel connected. And during that time, he represented to me 
all the things I'd lost, not all the things I'd gained. And that's where anger can come from. And one specific type of anger that I remember feeling was the ability of my husband to leave the house at <gasps> will. I hated that. I hated that so much. I was about to say the only thing I hated more than my own circumstance was my husband's better circumstance. And I remember just yelling at him one night because he missed the tram home from work and he caught the next tram, which came 11 minutes later. And I was like, you left me there for an extra 11 minutes. I was so genuinely so mad at him. And because I was watching the clock and I remember in those early months watching the clock till I had company, till I had a second pair of hands, till I had help. Mm, absolutely. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Jamila Risby. She's the editor of The Motherhood. Australian women share what they wish they'd known about life with a newborn. And we're just touching on a few of those things that you can feel angry because we basically trapped to begin with. It can feel like you can't leave the house. Um, There were also in these letters a lot of pleas to basically be kind to yourself and not to worry so much. Why do you think women are so hard on themselves, especially in that very early part of motherhood? Yeah, because those expectations are enormous. The expectations put on new parents are so high and the media presents this version of motherhood that is beautiful and peaceful and calm and perfect and there's white linen and you look out the window and you're clean and it's just all lovely and nothing in your life remotely resembles that. Certainly didn't for me. Um, Everything was messy and I didn't understand what was going on and I everything was sore and I was scared to walk and you know it was I was a mess the baby was a mess everything was a mess and I think we compare the reality with what we've been presented with everywhere else and straight away we just think about all the ways we don't measure up and that means we spend all our time in deep worry that we're doing something wrong and it's interesting because Instagram and social media even, oh, they're really helpful. Yeah, they're I was gonna super say. helpful. And the, and what I find interesting is that lots of people follow mums that they say are real, and they often write amazingly candid things, but their photos still look like pristine and white and yes, gorgeous. Yes. Even though they've got something really important to say, it's the visual part that you go, oh, well, they get it, but then they don't look like me. Yeah, exactly. So they, they're sort of like, oh, life was so tough today. You know, he wouldn't eat a muesli bar. And then standing there looking like Elle McPherson on the cover, you know, and you're like, uh, I feel like I'm not doing it right. Like, yes. what am I missing? Because I didn't shower today and I didn't shower <laughs> yesterday either. And I'm not sure where all these other people find the time to have a full face of makeup and a blow dry because I haven't been cleaned for several days. <laughs> Someone just point a hose at me and I'll stand there. Oh, I remember um, saying the first day at home after a while managing to have a shower before midday and texting my mum being like, had a shower at 10 a.m. I'm so proud. <laughs> High five, mum me. <laughs> um, one of the um, things I really love about the letters is uh, a lot of them write about when they're writing to their younger self. I know that you're afraid that yeah. you won't have a job to go back to or that you're losing your sense of self or that you think you'll never have a career again. But I'm here to tell you that not only do you get back to work, you have a fabulous career. You find your sense of self. So there's that really nice... Um, which you can't get until you've read it, sense of this isn't forever. We're going to be okay. And when you're in it, you don't realise that. I remember sitting at home on that couch and holding my little boy and just thinking, 
wow, I'm going to do this for 18 to 25 years. And practically I knew in my head he wasn't going to be four (laughs) weeks old for 25 years. But in my head I just felt like I've given up my entire life for this person. And slowly as it becomes less physical and less physically demanding and more perhaps emotionally and emotionally and mentally demanding i think that's the trade off in parenthood as they rely on you less physically the complexity of their emotions and their you know their mental requirements increases so it's a different kind of hard um but those first few months the word that comes up again and again in those letters is brutal they're brutal yes I like that Holly Wainwright in particular, her letter, like every so often it would say brutal, brutal. And yes. I won't give away how it ends, but it's perfect the way that letter ends. You'll have to read the book to find out. Yes, please. <laughs> um, and look, finally, um, there's a lot of different mothers that are part of this book, a lot of well-known mothers. Um, but was there anything surprising for you in the letters? What was your takeout at the end of it? Did you go, awesome, I'm going for my second? <laughs> <laughs> I um, There's 32 letters in this book and I really deliberately tried to show very different experiences of motherhood. I didn't want to show women who just were in the same circumstances again and again. So I've really tried to put forward different cultural experiences, uh, women who are having children with other women, women with disabilities, women who've given birth to babies with disabilities, women who had C-sections, women who didn't, women who breastfed, women who didn't. I really just wanted to show a full spectrum of the experience of motherhood as much as I could. And I thought one of my little worries was, oh, what if in 32 letters they all kind of sound the same and it gets a bit dull? Uh, didn't need to worry about no. that. The letters are so different. It's so interesting to see that this experience that is so utterly ordinary, you know, so many women give birth every day. We've been doing it for millennia. It is an ordinary experience and yet it is extraordinary and unique. Each woman's letter, each letter about each baby is different. I've even got two women in here who are mums to the same baby and their experiences are polar opposite. So I was surprised by how different each of the letters were and that I got something different out of all of them. One thing I will say, though, is that it's completely appropriate to give this book to a new mum. In fact, I think you should do it. Yes, it'll please give them, do. Give them solace. And indeed, that's what you say, isn't it, Jamila, that this is the sort of thing that you wish you'd had to read when you had your boy. Yes, I've created the book that I wish I had and that would have been helpful to me. And when you write a new book, your publisher sends you this big crate of the book so you've got some of your own. And I'd given them all away before publication date to (laughs) friends who were pregnant or had newborns and had people calling me and saying, what do I do? And I said, give her this book, give her this book, it'll help. Definitely. Well, Jamila, thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks for having me. That's Jamila Risby. She's the editor of The Motherhood. Australian women share what they wish they'd known about life with a newborn and it's available in all good bookstores. And sister of the award-winning Miriam Beanie, as heard on Kindling Radio. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs>